Welcome to the Wild and Well-Fed podcast, where we discuss women's health beyond nutrition. Get ready for practical, sustainable, real-life health topics that will help bring you closer to nature and your feminine roots. This is your host, Laura Lyons, and I'm here with my co-host, Annika Nicole. Let's get wildly nourished. The Wild and Well-Fed podcast is not medical advice, diagnosis, or prescription. No information in this podcast should be considered as medical advice or treated as such. Please consult your doctor before implementing any nutritional, supplemental, or lifestyle changes. Welcome back to season one, episode two of the Wild and Well-Fed podcast. So during this episode, we're going to be talking all about our nutrition philosophy. It can get quite controversial, which is quite hilarious (laughs) since our philosophy is literally just eating real food from nature. But we're definitely in this day and age where people love food rules and diets. So People get really confused and defensive when you're not telling them to set food rules in order to heal. Um, So yeah, everyone's just gotten really lost and confused, and there's just so much noise out there. Our nutrition philosophy is simply eating real food, which we'll dive Mm -hmm. more into, um, but it has gotten kind of a bad rep, which is insane. (laughs) Uh, People are just really sick these days, so they're looking for rules. They're looking for guidance. They think diets are the way to healing, and we beg to differ Mm -hmm. on that one. So, um, But yeah, we're going to be talking about our health journeys and our stories. And we're going to be explaining a little bit more about why we are anti-diet and pro-quality food. Um, But yeah, we're going to be diving into our health journeys in the next couple episodes. So this is just going to be an episode on our nutrition philosophy. So Annika, if you were to sum up our nutrition philosophy into a few sentences for our audience to understand it better, what would you say it is? Yeah. So we have a lot of different principles, I guess you could say, that kind of make up our nutrition philosophy. But one of the main ones is just food from nature as it is intended to be consumed. So you're going to see us telling you to eat real dairy, real cheese, real milk, not almond milk, cashew milk, anything like that. You're going to hear us telling you to eat real high quality beef instead of impossible burgers or veggie burgers or tofu or anything like that. Um, Another big one is that it's very intentional. So we teach in our membership, our clients, we teach you how to approach food with intentionality and understanding what you're eating, why you're eating, and how that works with your body. We also prioritize foods that are easy to digest. We focus on this. I almost hesitate to say this because it sounds kind of carnivore, but an animal-based diet. So that does not mean we recommend eating a carnivore diet. It means that the foundation of our diet, so if you were to look at a food pyramid, animal products would be at the bottom. So that'd be the first step. High quality beef, fish, chicken, bone broth, eggs, dairy, all that. And then we kind of build from there. So that is kind of the base because It's the most bioavailable, easy to digest, easy to absorb, most nutrient form of a lot of foods. So 
We do take kind of an animal-based approach. We really focus on blood sugar management and regulation, lowering stress in the body, and following a lifestyle that supports lowering stress when it comes to eating, and everything else. We also put a huge focus on minerals. And this is the only type of, I don't want to call it a diet, but this is the only type of eating that I have ever come across that focuses so much on minerals. So in school, we had what a module on minerals, right? And then we kind of moved on and we didn't put the amount of emphasis that we needed into minerals, which are so important because they're the spark plugs of the body. And without them, the thousands of metabolic processes that we need to occur every day in order to ensure that we're healthy and thriving just simply won't happen. And when it comes to blood sugar balancing, we really focus on eating protein, carb, and fat at every meal. So getting all the macronutrients in, you would never, ever hear us encouraging cutting out or reducing a macronutrient group to a very low amount. Uh, We would never do low carb, low fat, anything like that. But all of these in moderation and in the right amounts play an incredibly important role in your body. And then this way of eating also puts a huge emphasis on protein. So protein is one of the foundational pieces of this diet, not diet, again, I hate that word, but this way of eating. And we find that when people discard that rule, which we'll talk a little bit about later, not rule, but when people discard that principle, things can go wrong. So in a nutshell, those are kind of the main things that we focus on. And we will talk more about all these things throughout the episode. Yes. And it's it's hard to talk about a way of eating without using the mm-hmm. word diet, mm-hmm. even though this isn't a diet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know a lot of people have mentioned like, oh, this is more of a lifestyle, which I 100% mm-hmm. agree. This is a lifestyle. It's all about lowering stress through your nutrition. So um, one of the biggest things we see in our practice is the amount of stress that women are under that then, you know, all disease comes back to stress, right? And stress then depletes your minerals, you know, your blood sugar is going to be out of whack. And it all comes down to giving your body the nutrients it needs to help bring stress down in your body. We're already so stressed out. We don't need to be (laughs) micromanaging our food Mm -hmm. and not eating nutrient dense foods. Mm So, um, Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But um, I mean, basically, uh, we said the podcast isn't going to be a ton about nutrition. But in reality, all of these principles are going to be talked about Mm -hmm. very often um, because stress is going to be a big topic of conversation. And one of the best ways to bring down stress in the body is through the food that you're taking Mm -hmm. taking in. So, um, So yeah, I think we should discuss a little bit about why and how we've evolved and changed as practitioners, um, especially from going from probably a completely different Mm -hmm. nutrition philosophy to the current one that we are in now. Basically, we both went through the NTA, the Nutritional Therapy Association. I went through schooling about six years ago. Um, I'm sure things have completely changed since then. I have absolutely no idea how they um, operate now. It was a great education piece, but it was very basic. It was very foundational. I felt like there was a lot of things missing, kind of like Annika said, where like we had like one tiny module on minerals when minerals are literally everything. Mm -hmm. That's why we're in nutrition Mm -hmm. school is (laughs) because we're learning about nutrients and Mm -hmm. minerals. That's what, that's what this is all about. Um, 
but yeah, I just think that they could have gone into a lot more depth on things, but it is a great foundational piece. I did also really like that it was a Weston and still is a Weston A. Price school, which focuses on ancestral animal based uh, nutrition, like we had just, like Annika had just mentioned. Um, I was lucky enough that within a few months of taking clients, I had already discovered what at the time was labeled pro metabolic eating lifestyle diet, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I gratefully didn't advise many clients into the wrong direction. Um, the ones that I did in the beginning, I noticed one thing about them all. None of them were getting better, right? None of them were getting better with these super strict rules. Um, lots of fear around food, therapeutic diets, uh, basically just eliminating a lot of foods in the name of health. And this is exactly the mistakes I had made. Um, so I was actually putting people on the same things that I made my my that were my mistakes mm-hmm. to begin with. So. Um, Yeah. So basically I didn't steer too many people in that direction. (laughs) I did find this pro-metabolic lifestyle, as you would call it, uh, right at the beginning, you know, about six years ago. So I basically just started diving in. I mean, I I feel like I literally just became like manic. Mm -hmm. Like I was just like, (laughs) I found, Yeah. yeah, like you found this information. I'm like, wow this makes so much sense. So, you know, I coming from this school, especially at the time when I was going through the NTA, um, really big on eliminating dairy, Mm -hmm. having nut milks, fasting, um, instead of breakfast and keto Keto was huge. huge, huge at that time. And, um, you know, none of it made sense, you know, eliminating all these food groups in the name of health. Like what shouldn't we be like supporting our body so that it can actually handle these foods instead of eliminating them? Mm -hmm. This doesn't make sense to me. So, um, yeah, I basically just dove in. I went crazy. Um, so basically what pro metabolic eating, I guess, you know, what, what I would call this is, you know, more so supporting, women's physiology. I started diving more into women's physiology at the time. So um, supporting women's physiology on a cellular level, um, you know, your metabolism, hormones, um, the the role that stress plays on our health as well. So I knew there had to be a better way. And when I started diving into women's physiology, the work of Dr. Ray Pete, Rhoda Barnes, Hans Seil, these are just some of the pioneers of pro-metabolic eating, if you want to call it that, um, and some others, but they did focus on women's health, metabolism and hormones on a cellular level and the role that stress plays on our health. So I had this huge like wake up call. And like I said, I had literally just became manic. I was just diving into this. I was like keeping me up at night. I was unlearning Mm -hmm. and relearning so much. I was so hungry for all of this information. I was so excited to start applying it to my clients. I basically like burnt myself out because I was so passionate about everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the very beginning. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and not to mention that every client that I started implementing this with felt better, truly actually felt better. And it translated into their lives and their lifestyle. They were totally on board with this, you know, less rules, less restriction. Um, 
their lives were just transforming just as mine was, you know, as I was learning all this new information. So, um, it was just a huge wake up call. It honestly, it just made sense. And when I started implementing it with clients, they all said the same thing. They were like, wow, this, this just, Mm -hmm. this just makes sense, you know? So, um, yeah, Anika, I mean, was that kind of your transition as well? Oh my gosh. It was so similar (laughs) almost to a T it's crazy how similar, both of our experiences were. But yeah, just reflecting back on the very few, thank God, clients that I did kind of advise in a direction I wouldn't recommend anymore. And thankfully, I was able to, I had just finished wrapping up with them. So I, when I found ProMetabolic, so I was able to say, hey, sorry, um, I found some new information <laughs> that might help you a lot. And it did. I definitely wanted to try to help get them on the right path instead of just leave them in the dark. So yes, exact same kind of progression for me, but I have really some really strong memories of advising someone to go on a low FODMAP diet and praise them when they'd go a few days without, I don't know, dairy or something. And then when they'd eat dairy again, I'd get frustrated and I'd think, well, why aren't they stronger? Why can't they eat dairy? And it was literally their body just telling them to eat what it needs. But we had had it pounded into our heads that dairy was bad and inflammatory and mucus producing and all of those things. And I remember too a day where I just sat down and I was like, okay, what is the difference between SIBO and candida? And I just, I spent an entire day trying to figure it out. And there are differences for sure. But what our philosophy does is we approach the body as a whole now. So we're basically like, okay, you have a digestive issue, north to south, start with the brain, stomach acid, all of that stuff. You don't need to be as nuanced. You don't need to focus so much on these granular things when you need to address the big picture. And that helped so, so much. And basically by the time I did find uh, the pro-metabolic lifestyle, and I personally have no issues calling it pro-metabolic because any diet that a human being is eating should be pro-metabolism. It should be supporting the metabolism and the metabolic functions. And I think it's annoying that it has somehow gotten a bad reputation to label it that because we do need some sort of a label for what this is. And all we're doing is supporting the metabolism. So Laura and I really don't have any issues with using that. But um, when, when I did find that, I would almost say what was the most helpful to my clients was telling them what they no longer had to do instead of telling them what they now should be doing. Now, of course, there was a lot of helpful things like ditch the almond milk and implement regular raw whole milk if you can find it. But I did have a specific client that came to me with horrible digestive issues and she was drinking a bottle of kombucha a day. And old me would have been like, I don't know what's wrong. Kombucha is great. You should be feeling good, blah, blah, blah. But just being able to say, cut out the kombucha and see how you do and see her feel better literally overnight. Overnight. I got a message the next day after our intro call that said I slept for the first time in six months Mm -hmm. uh, because I wasn't up all night with bloating and gas. Mm -hmm. So almost just being able to tell people what not to do was as powerful as the new tips and information that we were teaching them. So that is why we have such a big emphasis on unlearning as well as relearning, but seriously stopping some of those toxic, dangerous, unhealthy things that we have been taught 
can be just as helpful as implementing new good things. It really can. But yeah, so my transition was really similar to yours. And when I did reach out to you (laughs) in a panic when I found everything is when I was like, help me and needed some guidance. But yes, thankfully, both of us didn't see a ton of clients before we found a much better way of going about this. Um, Isn't it kind of funny that when you first start out, um, you don't even realize it, but you're like, why am I having somebody go on a diet that made me so sick? Like, what am I doing? Yes. You know? <laughs> okay. So that is actually the first thing I noticed about the pro-metabolic space is the practitioners in the space were healthy. Mind-blowing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because within the space that we had previously been in, I hate to say it, but it was a lot of the blind leading the blind. And you're taught that this way of eating is supposed to be healing, but you're doing it and you're sick. And so then you're kind of leading other people astray. It's very, it's very bizarre. It so the first thing I notice about the practitioners in this in the space, and not to say everyone's perfect, you're never going to have perfect health. Everyone will probably have their struggles. But overall, people were healing. They were going in the right direction and they were healthy. And they were happy. And that was something. They were happy and they were living a, in a way that aligned with their values. And I immediately noticed that because in the space that we had previously been in, it was the opposite. It was like, oh, you know, I've been doing this for three years and now I just developed Hashimoto's yes. or something. It's like, well, you shouldn't be regressing on a Healy diet. You should be improving. Yeah. So there were some definite red flags. And then when I found this space, it was kind of crazy to see people that were eating and living this way and actually healthy and actually improving. Yeah. So yeah. that was a new thing. And I mean, <laughs> just going through the NTA, I'm just like, why are you all so sick? Like the Mm -hmm. teachers were sick. Mm -hmm, Everybody mm -hmm. was so sick and they were so heavily based on supplements and these therapeutic diets and eliminating all these foods and cruciferous vegetables. Yeah. And you'll watch, like you, you can actually watch the decline happen online. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's one thing is it's like once you kind of transition into this pro metabolic lifestyle and you see the practitioners that are actually healthy and happy and living their lives. And, you know, you, you then transition over to like the paleo world or the keto world or the carnivore Mm -hmm. world or whatever world you want, whatever diet you want to go down. If you didn't notice these people keep trying different diets because they don't feel good. You know, you'll never see. And they are developing ailments while they are on said healing diet. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. And you know, you'll never see a pro metabolic practitioner that, it has anything really wrong with them that feels like crap that's transit that you know we'll never be like oh I'm going back to nut milks today you know like um <laughs> no. that's that's the next thing you know like I don't feel good no. so I'm gonna try nut milks you know I'm gonna <laughs> no. or I'm gonna it's it's very uh, yeah like I'm gonna I'm gonna eliminate carbs today you know that's not going mm-hmm. to happen we are all happy and healthy and I remember when you first reached out to me and I remember you actually saying that you're like but you're actually healthy and ha- you look yeah. healthy, you're healthy and happy. Mm-hmm. Like this is, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not used to seeing this because of yes. the way that, you know, these therapeutic diets are <laughs> yeah. out there where yeah. people are literally getting sicker and they don't want to admit that it's their, their diet, you know? So yes, yes. And it's so interesting because this is all throughout the health space. It's not just the school we came from. It's other podcasts, it's other nutrition accounts, it's other 
quote unquote therapeutic diet groups, like you said, keto, paleo, Auto, AIP, autoimmune, low FODMAP, all of it, there's these leaders or people in the space that are randomly coming down with a new issue or they're not progressing or they switch to another drastic lifestyle change or there's just there's no consistency and very little confidence mm-hmm. watching that because it doesn't seem to add up when you really think about yeah. it. So and nobody's happy on a diet like that. Nobody. No. You really cannot you cannot live your life. And that is not a knock on the individual people because we were once in those shoes, right? It's just a knock on um the culture and the I guess it almost can have a cult vibe sometimes. Um it really can. And so all of those people are just as lost. And so our goal is of course to try to help people just get back to the way they were meant to eat and live with real foods that are easy to digest. It's really that simple, but it's become not that simple with all the misinformation on all that stuff. I hate that word misinformation, but yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There is. And of course there's always, you know, this is the way that we should be eating, right? As human beings, you know, Mm -hmm. we all have the same cells. Our cells need the same nourishment. They need the same minerals. Um, but you know, of course, there are certain cases where somebody might need very particular care or a certain supplement mm-hmm. regime, or um, maybe, you know, they do need a specific addition into their diet based off of what's going on for them totally. um, and their health history, their background, where they're coming from. So things can change, you know. So we do want to talk a little bit about why. Um, this has this way of eating has gotten kind of a bad rep. Um, if you've been following mm-hmm. following us for a while on Instagram and others in this community, you've probably seen some of the drama occasionally about hating this mm-hmm. way of eating. Uh, mm-hmm. But like we said, we're always going to be strong leaders of this movement. We've all, we've both seen incredible changes in ourselves, in our families, in our friends, in our clients. This this is the way moving forward for us, 100%. So mm-hmm. like we said, you're never going to mm-hmm. see us all of a sudden one day, you know, hating this way of eating. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no going back, yeah. okay? Um, <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. So, Annika, what do you have to say about that? What do you have to say about this bad, bad rep that we've been getting? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So what we have observed from the outside, because we like to kind of stay out of anything negative is that a lot of people have taken the information of what we share and they kind of turn it into what they want to hear instead of basing it off the true principles of this philosophy. So we have both worked with clients that have come to us after hearing the principles of pro-metabolic eating and they what they hear is that they can eat foods like ice cream again, sourdough bread and raw milk. And we're teaching, don't demonize these foods. They do belong in your diet. But they're turning these foods into the foundation of their diet. So we will literally have someone coming to us that's been eating a pint of raw ice cream at night before bed and rapidly gaining weight. Or they see a snack as four slices of sourdough bread and two tablespoons of butter. And these are not made up scenarios. These are real scenarios that we have worked with with women who've come to us after finding pro-metabolic eating, getting confused, and then having repercussions. So 
basically what we see is that people are picking and choosing what they want to hear. They hear carbs aren't bad, but they take that and run with it to their detriment and they are eating only carbs. They're eating naked carbs. They're getting this blood sugar spikes and crashes. They're gaining weight, all this stuff. So they're not implementing the information of how important protein is or how you need to focus on minerals or balancing blood sugar or implementing really ancestral healing foods like liver. They're just picking and choosing principles that they want to implement. And that is when we see things backfire. Mm -hmm. So again, the biggest complaint we hear is that pro-metabolic causes blood sugar issues, pre-diabetes, and weight gain. Not once have Laura and I ever worked with a client that has come down with prediabetes after working with us or severe weight gain because they have implemented the foundations correctly. So the foundations we teach are not, oh yeah, go eat, go eat a pint of ice cream before bed, have two adrenal cocktails today. You just came off of keto, have two adrenal cocktails. You know, we're not teaching that. So what we're seeing is people that are kind of DIYing their health based off of Instagram posts and based off of what they want to hear and not getting any actual guidance are the people that can tend to suffer more. There are some people that are able to fully incorporate all the foundations and don't have a lot of issues. But for the most part, people that are just DIYing this stuff is where we see the issues. So going from dieting and restricting foods to eating in freedom is going to put your body in shock. So we recommend taking it very slow and we always recommend that to all of our clients. Another thing that we like to really clarify is when it comes to the weight gain issue, there are so many women entering this diet in a state of complete depletion. You've been dieting forever. You've been vegan. You've been keto. You've been on this diet that is causing you to be this weight that you should absolutely not be. So you might gain weight to a healthy point and you're freaking out because this is more than you've weighed maybe ever, or maybe in the last five years because you've been restricting yourself your whole life and your body did actually get to its comfortable weight. So that is not the weight gain we're talking about. We're talking about astronomical weight gain very rapidly from incorporating the wrong um, aspects of the foundations way too fast or, again, picking and choosing, just doing what you want to do, hearing what you want to hear. Yeah. So most people have wrecked their metabolisms for years and this dieting and restriction and that it's going to take them a while for their body to adjust safely and feel nourished. So your body hasn't trusted you for years. So why would it trust you right now? So that's basically where we see everything go wrong. And we do feel that it's so preventable. And when approaching this the right way, we just see incredible results over and over again. Yeah. Instagram is a great place. I mean, me and Annika, we both have amazing Instagram mm -hmm. pages. The pro-metabolic community is fantastic. I mean, we put out a lot of amazing content, um, but you can't pick and choose what you want from that content. You can't mm -hmm. DIY your health. That is where things go wrong. And that is why mm -hmm. it's gotten a bad rep is just from that. Um, you know, we can't you know, you are your own judge and we, we don't know, you know, if you have a history of keto or low carb or, 
restriction or, you know, eating disorders or whatever is going on, we have no idea about your health history when you read, you know, when you go in and you read our posts on Instagram. So um, you have to be very strategic, you know, when you're going to start actually nourishing yourself and paying attention to, um, you know, being intentional about what you're eating for the first time in probably your entire life. So um, most people, once they start eating this way, they say there's no going back you know, there really isn't. So, um, but you know, at the end of the day, we always have to say, what are your other options? We sometimes have women that will be like, I'm so frustrated on on this healing journey. I'm not getting anywhere. Um, you know, I, I just want to give up. And me and Anika will always say, you know, we'll see stuff like this in our membership or on Instagram or whatever it is. And we always say, what are your other options? Go back to a restrictive diet, starving yourself, going back to the standard American diet and eating junk food. Like, what's the other option? Our philosophy is literally eating real food from nature. What? Where? Where else are you gonna go? You know, like, what are are we gonna do? Yes. So, um, so yeah, when we get comments like that, we always have to say, "What's your What's your other option, though?" Um, You know, and I think one of the things too is that. We've all learned that diets are not sustainable or healthy and they always backfire. Every woman that comes to me after doing fasting, veganism, keto, low carb, whatever it may be, it all backfires. There's a reason why they're coming to see me. You know, these these diets were all band-aids. They were just therapeutic mm-hmm. band-aid diets. They were never actually getting to the root of the problem. So Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, we always have to ask that question. What's your other option? What are you going to start doing? You know, you're going to throw in the towel and what start, go back to restrictive diet, you know, eliminating food groups, starving yourself. Like what, what's the option here? You know? Right. And then the saddest part to me when I hear comments like that is, whether you feel like it or not, you've made a lot of progress. If you've been eating this way for six months or whatever, and when I say eating this way, I mean eating correctly this way, following the foundations, implementing the correct principles. So if you go back, you're going to start sabotaging your body again, and you're going to lose all the good healing progress that you made. So usually it's just a conversation that we have to have. I've had it with one-on-one clients. I'm sure you have. We have it in our membership. And it really is just laying it out there. It's like, okay, you can stop eating this way today, but then what? Yep. Where do you go from there? Yeah. You know? And once you so. start focusing on real quality, good food from nature as your body was designed to eat, um, you know, you're supporting your metabolism and your digestion and your hormones. There really is no going back. And you will understand mm-hmm. why. It may be a long journey for you, depending on your health history and where you're coming from, but you will feel better. You're going to have so much more freedom around your food choices. Food will actually taste good and you're going to be mm-hmm. satisfied. Mm-hmm. There's no more, you know, rice out of cauliflower or smoothies and <laughs> salads for meals. No more alternative mm-hmm. milks in place of dairy. That's one of the biggest things. People are like, how did I mm-hmm. ever have almond milk? Like there's no going oh my back. gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you just feel so much better. I mean- just, you know, your energy levels are going to be so much better. You're going to be a better person. You're going to mm-hmm. be happy. You're going to actually enjoy your food again. So that's mm-hmm. the goal. That's the goal. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So we should talk a little bit about the basics of 
like the basics and the foundations since you're going to be hearing about these constantly from us on the podcast. Um, We do believe that the foundations of health and healing come back to a few things. Um, We do have to remember that we need to be treating the body as a whole and not just like one Mm -hmm. organ or system that needs support like a typical, you know, doctor would do. So we do have a focus on minerals and mineral balancing and hydration, uh, blood sugar balancing. If you're struggling hormonally, blood sugar balancing is key. You've probably learned that from our Instagram pages. We talk about it all the time. Uh, digestion and gut health, uh, detox and lymph support, uh, movement, sleep and stress management, and then also just lifestyle factors and how you live your life is so important. Is it actually supportive of healing? Um, you know, it's, we're going to probably do an entire season on stress. I think that's a, that's a huge Mm -hmm. topic. Um, but yeah, and then we also, one of the, the, one of the focuses is going to be hormones, but that's very downstream focusing on all this stuff I just discussed is going to help to get your hormones in check. But um, Annika, do you want to go over some of the books and resources that people can read to learn more? Yes. So we'll put these in the show notes too. But some of our favorite resources are the books, How to Heal Your Metabolism by Kate Deering, Nourishing Traditions, which also has a lot of recipes by Sally Fallon Morell, Nutrition and Physical Degeneration by Weston A. Price. Put Your Heart in Your Mouth, which talks a lot about cardiovascular health, seed oils, and all of that stuff by Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride. And then RayPete.com. He's kind of the father, the founding father (laughs) of Prometabolic. He has tons, I mean, endless information on his website and he has books. And then RootCauseProtocol.com also has some good information And then don't forget both of our Instagram pages. We have been building up for years. And between our posts and our highlights, we have probably a hundred hours, if not more, of helpful content that you guys can learn from. And um, we also will have things on there like just kind of going through the stuff that we've already gone through in the podcast has made me think of, well, maybe some people will want kind of a list of the foods that we recommend. Those will be found in our Instagram pages or in our membership if you join those. So if you're brand new to this and you're like, well, okay, I get that mineral balancing and hydration and blood sugar balancing and animal-based eating is important, but what does that look like? We'll have those lists on our Instagram pages in our membership, places like that. So I know sometimes it can really be helpful to just see exactly what we're talking about. So definitely check out our Instagram pages and our membership for more. And then Laura has her course, Rewild Your Gut. I have cookbooks with recipes that follow all of these guidelines that we talk about. So we have a lot of resources for you guys that you can access all of those through our Instagram posts, stories, and the link in our Instagram bios. Yes. And we will talk a little bit at the end of this episode about the membership. But you know, if you're new to all of this, the membership will break everything down for you, especially the community course. So highly suggest that if you're really intrigued in all of this information that we're sharing. Um, But I did want to also touch on the importance of functional lab testing. So this is where 
you know, we just talked about like DIYing your health. And I'd also mentioned in some cases, you know, some people might need additional support besides just the foundational stuff. Um, and that's where functional lab testing comes in. So I've been running functional lab tests on my clients for five years now. Um, they truly can be game changer for those struggling with chronic health issues um, or those that are just wanting to have a more individualized plan. Uh, some women can implement the foundations we teach and feel better in about six months to a year, depending on their health history. Um, so those women don't usually need labs, uh, but others running labs can literally be one of the best decisions that they've ever made. Um, so the labs that we recommend and offer in our membership platform are the hair tissue mineral analysis, uh, which is the HTMA, comprehensive blood labs, GI map stool analysis, and the Dutch hormone panel. And all of those are phenomenal, just uh, depending on your case. Um, you know, you might only need one or, you know, you can always start with just the hair tissue mineral analysis. But those tests, they give us total insight to everything that's going on in your body. So they can be really, really helpful if you're really struggling. Um, so Anika, did yes. you want to talk a little bit about how labs helped your skin issues? Oh, yes. Really quick, I do want to add that we also do offer mycotoxin or mold testing, which is not it's not one of our most popular labs, but I do like to just put that out there so that if any of you know that you have been exposed to mold, whether it's home, work, whatever, and you want to see if that's actually in your system, we have we do offer testing for that, which can be very helpful. I did the testing when after I was exposed to mold. So Again, not one of our most popular tests, but I did just want to put that out there that we do have that as an option. But yes, okay, so my skin journey. So if you any of you are familiar with my story, you probably already know that I have battled severe acne for a while. And um, if you are not familiar with this, you can find this on my Instagram in 2022, in June 2022, I did a three-part series about my skin and I showed a lot of before and after pictures and what I learned and what helped me. But ultimately, running labs is the only thing that helped me heal my acne. That That's it. Um, I was going through a divorce at the time, so I was extremely stressed. And of course, that did make it worse, but I was able to basically clear my skin while I was going through a very, very stressful divorce process. So it was stress is a huge part of it, but we also like to acknowledge that sometimes just simply what's going on in your body is causing the issue. So no amount of stress relief at that point would have cleared my skin. I had an internal issue that had to be corrected. So I ran labs. I think I did all of them at once. I had kind of been doing them sporadically through you, but I ran all of the labs. And the protocol that you put me on, basically, it basically healed my skin overnight. And I know that doesn't happen for everyone. And I, it's not to say my skin has been perfect since then. I've still had some ups and downs, but it was it was almost immediate. I mean, I started my protocol in late April and I was already posting that my skin had healed by late June. So two months later, which is insanely fast for acne. So... Yes, definitely. Like I said, other things did play into my skin issues, but 
lab testing was the absolute requirement to get me over the hump, to get me past that chronic state of depletion and severe dysfunction in my body and got me to a place where I was comfortable leaving my house again. So I'm not, again, we're not saying that's how it's going to be for everyone, but I would be lying if I said that the labs did not help me immediately with my skin. Yeah. And you were already following the foundations for what, Mm -hmm. a couple years or something, right? Yeah. I had been following the foundations for about two years and that's why it's so important because having those in place helped it so that when I just adjusted a few supplements and changed a few things, I pretty much had immediate results. If I hadn't been following the foundations, honestly, forget about it. There would be no way um, that they would have the labs would have been that effective. So that's why we always require everyone to go through a course or a similar course to what we offer in Wild and Well Fed before ordering labs because we want the labs to actually help you. We're not just trying to sell you labs to make money. So in order for them to be helpful for you, you do need to have those foundations in place for a solid period of time. Yes, 100%. Yeah. So do you want to talk a little bit about the membership then? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So the membership... Honestly, I we feel like we can never fully describe what we have in the membership until you join because at this point being two years in, it's just an insanely incredible resource for pretty much anything you can imagine. So we have recipes, grocery hauls, days of eating, meal plans, cooking videos, monthly workshops, guest speakers, and we cover so many topics in the monthly workshops and guest speakers. Um But the biggest and most unique thing about the membership is that we answer every single member's questions directly. So we don't have assistance in there doing it. It is the two of us answering your questions every day. Um, Every question our members post is answered by one of us. And this is only possible because when a member joins the membership, we do have them fill out a disclaimer releasing us of liability so that we can legally give our opinion on your nutrition questions. We cannot do this on Instagram. It is illegal. We cannot answer your health questions through Instagram DMs or comments. We can give kind of a generalized feedback, but we cannot give our input. It's not legal for us. It's out of our scope to do that. So that is why we created the membership. So the way that the membership looks is it's kind of like a Facebook feed in a way um, it, where it's like a mix of our members' questions in the form of posts or pictures and then our posts and resources and then dozens of categories you can click on with blog post type information, videos, and all of this stuff that we've added to for, like I said, almost two years. So at this point, it's just an absolute incredible wealth of information on there that we have put our heart and soul into. And we feel that it's so valuable. It's almost, like I said, hard to communicate just how valuable it is. But we have endless amounts of of things in there for everyone. And our members' questions that have come in throughout the years have been so incredibly helpful for each other. And um, yeah, they're just a great resource to have. In there. Yeah, the so. membership is probably the <laughs> the best decision we ever made. Um, it has it has truly changed my life. I know it's changed a lot of the women's lives that are in the membership. Um, it is it is honestly just an incredible resource for everybody. So yeah, if you're new to this, um, you're a new listener and you want to dive more into this, um, you just want to start learning about your bodies 
and getting some answers, maybe run some labs. Again, that's totally optional. Like we said, the foundations alone can be super, super healing. Um, but yeah, you've got nothing to lose. It's $20 a month. We made this super affordable. Um, but yeah, we have about 300 plus members in there right now, and they've been implementing and seeing actual real sustainable changes, which is awesome. So Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's that about the membership. Our next couple episodes are going to be um, Annika and I sharing our health journeys and our health stories. So yeah, we will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Wild and Well-Fed podcast. On the last episode of each season, we'll answer listener questions. If you have a question for us, please email it to us at wildwellfed at gmail.com for a chance to have your questions answered. If you like this episode, please don't forget to leave us a rating and review. We'll see you again next time.